This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We're going to get started with the, the main event here. <laughs> Horse puns. Right out of the gate. <laughs> We're just horsing around. You like that one? Uh, I like that so good. My uh, my headphones bucked right off my head. <laughs> Not, We're barely eight seconds in. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Pull oh me once, God. shame on you. Pull me twice, shame on me. <laughs> we got to quit fooling around. <sighs> Nick, Nick Foles. Oh. Famous well, people that, that can out horses, Nick Foles. You know what's funny is his face is kind of horsely too, right? Like, a little I can bit. Buy that he, they, would use, they would use his face as like a model for like a cartoon animated horse but then of course him or john elway yes okay that's okay john elway who ironically is still a denver bronco right it's a little too on the nose he's a one-trick pony he's a one one trick pony that guy and then peyton manning with his neck you know he was a bronco too he's the dark horse Oh, no. Damn, I, was, I, Pam, I was just going there. I was like, I'm surprised the dark horse didn't like show up at all or something. I figured someone would have dropped that during the show today. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna, we're gonna have to lasso this in here, guys. <laughs> Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Boom. That's a horse of a different color. <laughs> 
Oh man, um, Shane Shane Bacalata's co-host, Harry the Horse. Just sports. Does Sean Livingston look like a horse? <laughs> Does he have a horse face? Why the long face? That <laughs> <laughs> made me choke. Uh, we're gonna have to rein this in, guys. Rain Wilson. <laughs> oh. Man, I should have gotten that one. Yeah, Rain Wilson, yay or yay or nay? Yay, <laughs> nay, nay. Oh man! Well, hey guys, welcome to the uh, to the post post game. This is at Beep Count. Uh, I am joined tonight by Pam. That is at Halloween Basic on Twitter. I have Lou Rafter. That is Lou in Sales. Bruce in Sales uh, at Stugatz Army Seven Ninety. I'm also joined tonight by Suey Award winner, Andrew Streeter. That is at Andrew Streeter underscore on Twitter. Welcome in, guys. Thanks for joining me. I keep having an urge, even though no one can actually see me, to wave. Like when you introduced me, like, hey. I always say right? like a big nerd. Hey. One of these days, I'm actually going to make this a, a Twitch stream, and we can actually stream live the post-post game. Um, we can actually see the wave. Anyway. Um, so, uh, cameo talk, man. Looks like uh, Stu Gotts is going to be the uh, the free agent of the millennium when it comes to cameo. Um, who, who, who's putting a hundy down to uh, to get a hello from Stu? So here's what I I immediately this is what I immediately thought when they were talking about him finally being able to get on cameo is that now hour after hours can finally get Stu Gotts to come on. All you got to do is pool our money together and then have him say some stuff and then it'll be like, we got two guns. <laughs> we just, <laughs> we just cool. take the audio and put it right into the pod. I mean, fun. I could edit that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll chop that up, put it into any question. I'll have, you know, Lou ask, you know, you ever pooped your pants? <laughs> no. And, and that's the, that's the answer. Yeah. Just make him say a bunch of yes, no, you know, kind of things. I feel like we did that one with yeah. Roy. We we did that episode with Roy. We all just asked him one, <laughs> yeah, one liner questions. It it was actually it's actually one of our most downloaded episodes was that yeah. one right there. It was like eight minutes. Yeah. It was five five minutes long. Um, that might be how you just have to approach you know interviewing Roy in the long form, right? Is going rapid fire because I don't know how much you know. Oh, our, so we we did interview him in long form, and that was actually a fantastic fantastic episode um one of the last stories that he told uh was we actually got him to weigh his timberlands with a food scale on the podcast uh which is now nominated for a louis which is uh it's our oscars it's it's uh in the best story category um it's our end of the year special uh you can actually vote now on our uh website you can uh hit the link in our instagram bio or the link in our twitter bio shameless plug there um back back to cameo here so what is the most that you would spend on a cameo or who is the person that you would spend the most money to get a cameo from i honestly don't think i would spend any money on cameo it just doesn't excite me the only thing i would think that maybe i would do for cameo is to get really cheap advertising for like a product this is like pay like you know a celebrity four hundred dollars to get like you know a-list celebrity-ish to like, hey, check out the Lauer After Hours shop, you know, and 
check it out. It's my favorite shop. And like, like that seems to me to work. <laughs> like to have like, you know, Stu guys like send a message to someone. I, I, it just doesn't appeal to me. And here's what I think is going to really going to end up with cameo is that one, Stu's not going to be able to figure out how to actually record it and send the cameo. He's going to get so frustrated and he's going to realize how much work it is when he gets like a hundred cameos in one day that he's just going to quit. He'll just farm out the work to George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll pay for Stu Gotts and then all of a sudden it'll just be uh, Billy to show you. Yeah. Like, it'll be, yeah. Random people, neighbors, people he pulls off the street. He's just going to, he'll just film Finney running around in a circle in his yard. <laughs> walk into his car not say a word and then just cut it off when he gets in the car or it'll be billy with the uh the elon musk mask except it's uh Stu gods i'm Stu gods <laughs> hey buddy hey buddy thanks for paying thanks for paying for the, the cameo buddy listen listen you're my best pal in the whole world <laughs> wow that's that's a good that's a good limited thing there Mispronounce your name, all kind of stuff. Has anybody here used Cameo yet? So, actually, I have. My uh, siblings and I are gearing up for my mom's 60th birthday, and we found all these fantastic D-list celebrities of yesteryear uh, that are, like, pretty actually high up on, like, her chain of, of people that she was really into like sitcom stars from like the 60s and 70s we got um barry williams who played greg brady and the brady bunch she's like the huge like the biggest crush on that dude we also got nelly olsen from little house on the prairie i mean her character is nelly olsen she has a different name but i she's just nelly olsen as far as i'm concerned she's like the the super evil neighbor girl and my mom is obsessed with her i don't know what that means for her but she she loves her so we got her we also got who else did we get Danny Bonaducci from the Partridge family, just so like that kind of thing. And they were all like, like Greg Brady was like 130 bucks, which I thought was pretty good. He's like, that's an iconic television show, you know? So we thought that was pretty good split amongst us, but like everyone else was under, was under like 60, you know, Danny Bonaducci was 40 bucks. That guy was used to be in like celebrity boxing matches and stuff like on MTV. I remember when I was in high school and like, (laughs) Yeah. He was like on some reality TV crap on VH1. He's like a total train wreck. I think he was on Surreal Life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Former child stars, man. Yeah, isn't he always on those like uh, true TV um, worst individuals? He's always doing the yeah. celebrity like, clips from those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hired a prostitute that turned out to be a guy and like beat the crap out of him. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Well, great. Yeah. Now I gave that guy like, money. Thanks, Pam. I'm 99% sure. Let me Google that mess, but I'm 99% sure that's who it was. Didn't Eddie Murphy have like a similar situation? He he was arrested for picking up a... I think he picked up a transvestite prostitute. Yes, that that yeah, he was a transvestite prostitute in East Hollywood or something like that. West Hollywood, somewhere in one direction of Hollywood. Yeah, April 1st, 1991, Danny Bonaducci was arrested for allegedly beating up a transvestite prostitute. Oh, my 
and he Gosh. discovered that it was not a lady he was with. Wow. <laughs> it's got dark. It's got real dark. Can you get a refund? I know it's too late. He already sent me the video. <laughs> wow. People make mistakes. Isn't like life about forgiveness and second chances? I'm trying to be positive. I mean, that was here. was 30 years ago. Maybe he's not like a horrendous homophobe anymore, right? That's, That's how 60-year-old dudes work. People change. <laughs> White guys always become better people as they age, right? Yeah. Maybe he did change. We don't know. Uh-oh, my dog's a jerk. <laughs> the dog did not agree with that statement. He, he did not that agree at all. Come from work. That's the alert that someone has entered. Pam, didn't you say that like your dog hates like all men? Yes, she does. Um, <laughs> she actually, she hates everyone except me. <laughs> um, that works out well, though. It does work out well. She will tolerate the girls on certain occasions, but for the most part, she's got no use for anyone but me. <laughs> I'm leaving all that in, by the way. Like that that's all staying. Can't make this, up. this is great. This is great. Yeah. Th th this is, this I expect I you have to wonder. There's gotta be people that if they, they do request a cameo from Stu, that they're gonna expect some finny barks in there, right? Oh yeah. yeah. If there's an, it's not a real cameo. Actually, you know, the, it'd be interesting to see the ones where he like he messes up and he keeps recording. Like, he has to keep recording them over and over, just listening to all the screws before he finally gets it right. Like the ones like <laughs> you know when he doesn't even get his own name correct. He's gonna screw up so many people's names. Oh yeah, and do you get those outtakes? Like I want those. I want the ones <laughs> screwed up too. Yeah, I, I I paid a I paid a hundy for these outtakes. Yeah, give me the one where you can't pronounce my name. So it would be it would be worth I think to spend a hundred dollars and give him like just all all hard words that you know he cannot say <laughs> yes. at all. Just so much. For you. God damn it! Just give him a bunch of <laughs> hockey names, tennis player names, <laughs> preliminary. So, so, something with the L in there, McElroy. <laughs> uh, man so uh they closed the show scorching fire today talking about uh the office um and i'm going to send this over to our resident office expert pam uh take it away well so today was so good it the second they started talking about the office of course, I'm always tuned in, but I was really tuned in then just because I wondered if it was going somewhere because that's not something they talk about that often. I mean, I've heard references to it before, but but not as a whole lopic. So, um, it, no, it was fantastic. Like, it was perfectly placed. It, it was perfect timing. It was... It was shade without just being mean and rude. Like it was all the things that I love. And it was The Office. Like my favorite show and my favorite radio show all come together for one purpose. It was fantastic. What'd you guys think? Yeah, I thought it was like when you're, because uh, I don't bring it up when he was like, so Stu got 
do you know who Dwight Schrute is? <laughs> I found out it was just like, that thing is really random question. Yeah, yeah. Makes your ears perk up. Yeah, as soon as I heard the word Dwight, I said, I said, Pam, Pam, <laughs> Pam, she, she's, all, she's all over this. Yep. And I was, I was actually in the car and I made, I had two of the kids in the car with me and I made them be quiet. <laughs> so, At what point during the Steve Carell story that Dan was telling about telling the producers of the show that like, if they don't, you know, keep Stanley on and they, they don't, uh, they don't get him. What point during that story did you guys realize that he was making a direct parallel with the Chris Cody situation? Cause I feel like it was like, not immediate, but like for about halfway through that, I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's uh, <laughs> he's telling exactly what happened with Christopher." Yeah, exactly. I will leave if if anyone. I will leave. I got to be honest. It, it took me a little while to to kind of pick up on it. Um, I'm not as big of an Office fan uh, as Pam. It's it's a great show, but I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. Uh, once Michael Scott left the show, once Carell left the show, I pretty much stopped watching. Um, so I've never seen the entire show in its uh, in its entirety. So, so good. I mean, I will agree. Eight and nine seasons, eight and nine were not quite as good, but there are some incredible moments in those two seasons. The Christmas, the Christmas episode of season nine, um, Belschnickel where Dwight is the Pennsylvania Dutch Santa Belschnickel. Probably one of the best episodes of the entire show. So good. Yeah, one of the, uh, speaking of that, one of the little holiday traditions that my wife and I have is that we'll, we will watch uh, the holiday episodes of like our favorite shows. And we always do The Office. We always watch the, like, the Benny Honey Christmas and the... Oh. Um, the Yankee Swap and all of those. He marks, he marks the girl from Benny Hans because he can't. Yeah, because he doesn't know which one she is. You can't tell him apart. He gives him a bicycle. Oh, so good. Oh, and a Moroccan Christmas where he tries to force Meredith into rehab when she yes. sets her hair on fire. And Andy's playing the sitar. He's just like plucking out random songs he's like there's a place in france where the naked ladies dance angela's like it is the lord's birthday and you're singing about naked ladies in france real nice and andy's the only one at that point who doesn't know that angela is sleeping with dwight again because that's the episode at the end where phyllis blurts it out because angela won't uh redecorate for christmas phyllis tells her to go get the christmas tree out of storage and bring it back and set it back up and angela refuses and thinks she's calling her bluff and says the only thing you have over me is the secret you know and we both know you're not going to tell anybody because you'll lose your power so phyllis blurts it out angela's sleeping with dwight i saw him yeah and so Andy awkward. On, yeah, Andy goes on playing his stupid sitar with no idea everybody <laughs> knows. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I know. I think it's like every, I don't know, like with, uh, like with you guys, I'm probably on maybe my fourth or fifth of watching all the way through. Seasons is going like, it's just like once in a while, like once you start, 
You're like, all right, well, time to start from the beginning. Just make it all the way through the end again. All the way through again. And then I listen to Office Ladies podcast that comes out every Wednesday. And um, the actresses that played Pam and Angela are watching it episode by episode in order and then offering their commentary and telling background things and, and releasing information that wasn't, you know, widely known when the show was on. And it is so good. So there's a plug for another pod that's not our pod, but also a great pod. Angela. <laughs> we should get them on the, our pod. How about that? I'm on it. <clears throat> Do it. So they're both very good actresses, obviously. Um, they ended the post-post game today talking, or the regular post game. We're the post-post game. They ended the post game today talking about character actors, uh, but they never even mentioned character actresses. Um, who would be a, a good character actor or character actress? Because um, I was thinking that someone like uh, Richard Jenkins would be a great character actor. Uh, Stu mentioned Sam Elliott. Um, I, I threw out the name uh, Kathy Bates today. And Streeter, you, you said what to that? Well, just that she, you know, she's, uh, she's a classically trained actress and obviously it doesn't, that doesn't preclude you from being a character actress, but she's one best actress. That was like her big like breakthrough in, in misery. So like, I don't know. I feel like we should be able to like disqualify uh, big time acting, acting award winners. If you win best actor, like you're, you're probably excluded from that list. But you did not. You did not like that. <laughs> I, think, I think. I think it's got to be more. You can't just do it once. Like you got. It's got to be. You got to be the main actor more often than the character actor. Do, do it in the playoffs. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> and then do it do again. It more than once. Yeah. Okay. Big whoop. Well, I because I mean Kathy Bates. All all I think of her is uh, you know Waterboy's mom. You know Waterboy's mama. You know. That's all. That's all I can ever think of, of Kathy Bates. She's on Titanic. She's Molly Brown in Titanic, and a I'm fantastic trying. character. Yeah, that's it's right. She's yeah, big and eccentric, right? I mean, it, it, mm -hmm. who who had the definition there before of, of character actor? She's um she's in the office. Yeah, she plays Joe. She is. She plays Joe. Holy sh crap! She's in the office. Man, it's always it all comes back to the office. Can you be a character actor in a TV show? Because if so, I nominate Gilligan. Yeah. Okay. Like the Gilligan from like Gil Gilligan's Island? Yeah. He's the only one I know. I don't know. Are we still making Gilligans? Like are there other <laughs> Gilligans? Lou, put put that on the poll. Are we still making Gilligans? All right. Well, there's Vince Gilligan. Ooh. Fair. That's fair. Okay. Better, better call Vince. <laughs> what, about yeah. Betty, what about Betty I'm White? I'm thinking of Gilligan's. I, nothing's coming to mind. What about Betty White, you guys? Uh, she, I, man, that, that's, a, that's a good one, because I don't know where she would fit in there. Yeah. I just see Rose from the Golden Girls. Because that's an all-time great show, too. 
Like well, maybe that's a different conversation. It's a different conversation to be like, who's the who's playing the same type of character every single time they're yeah. in a thing and they're not their own thing, right? Yeah. Well, she played this. No, nah, she didn't play the same type of character in the Mary Tyler Moore show. She was kind. She was more like the Blanche of the Mary Tyler Moore show. She was like the uh, hot to trot widow on that show. Man, I'm old. <laughs> when I'm referencing hot to trot, there you go. Hot back to the horses. Mary Tyler Moore. I'm super current. Well, and no, she, she she played the over-the-top horny grandma in uh what was it the the proposal with ryan oh, Reynolds yeah. and sandra bullock that yep. awful yeah. movie yeah what about megan mullally she's married to ron swanson yes she, is, she was in will and grace yes she plays tammy in parks and rec i think that she would be on that list hi mrs streeter uh, it's dark here, but hello. She it's brought okay. me a drink and a pretzel. <laughs> oh, from, from a Quick nice, Trip. Uh, and I love, I love yeah. Quick Trip. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's a QT just on the street here. I, yeah. I love a good Quick uh, Quick Trip. Street, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're in Texas, so what, what's better, the racetrack or the Quick Trip? RT or QT? I'll do QT all day. Hmm. Bucky's though. Bucky's. Give me give me give me half of a Bucky's over 13 QTs and RTs all day. The, the Bucky's that's about 20 miles away from here uh was voted the, the cleanest public restrooms in the country. I don't know who's who's like ranking that or like who's checking out all the public restrooms in the country to rate those, but that's, that's one of them. And they also have like 150 gas pumps. At that one location. It's amazing. That it, was from publicrestrooms.com. Publicrestrooms.com, yeah. People here don't know Bucky's, and so I, I have a Bucky's shirt from one of my many trips home. And when people ask what it is, I describe it as like if Sheets and Wawa and Target had a baby. Yeah. But that's, that's what I was saying. You're in Virginia, so you got Sheets. Sheets yeah. is dope. I always, like, I always love to go to... Anywhere where you can tap the made-for-order screens to make your little concoctions, like, that place is all right by me. Yeah, it's fantastic. And you use up your – or you save up your sheets points, and you end up getting um, – I'm getting confused. You save up – I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> you save up your sheets points, and then you get free stuff. Holy wow, shit. We're advertising for all kinds of – different things on this one. Please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. Like 20% of my disposable income is spent at sheets. So they may as well sponsor us. Speaking of sponsors, we're going to go to our final segment, which is sponsored by at beep count on Twitter. It is today's beep count today, December 7th, 2020. The total beeps were 216, a segment length of eight minutes and 16 seconds and a beeps per minute of 26.12, which was down 10.1% week over week. That was your weekly beep count brought to you by Ad Beep Count.
Always my favorite. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to do it for us today on the post post game. I want to thank Pam at Halloween Basic, Lou at Stugatz Army 790, and Andrew Streeter, the Sui Award winner at Andrew Streeter underscore. Thanks a lot for joining us tonight on the post post game. Have a great rest of your night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.